I've always wanted someone else to write me a love song. And I realized I'm a singer-songwriter. Why can't I just write one myself? Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. Psychologist, author, speaker, musician, former professor, and the host of Love and Life, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Welcome to Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. A little while ago, I received this email. Hey there, my name is Jenny Mallard, and I'm a Canadian singer-songwriter and also a huge fan of your podcast. I actually just released my debut single, partially inspired by the themes of some of your podcast episodes and your book. Basically, I've always wanted a man to write me a love song. Then one day I realized, I'm a singer-songwriter, I'll just write one for myself. It's called I Do, the self-love song. This is a shot in the dark. However, I'm just a huge fan and I'd be honored for you to take a listen. Thanks, Jenny Mallard. As you can imagine, I was so touched to receive this email. So I immediately replied, Hi, Jenny. Oh my gosh, I just added I do to my Apple Music library. What a lovely song and beautiful message. I'm so honored to know you felt inspired by my work. Would you like to join me on my podcast to talk about the song, your career as a singer-songwriter, and anything else you'd like to share? Thanks so much for reaching out. Jenny agreed, and I thought our conversation would be a perfect way to kick off season 10. My interview with singer-songwriter Jenny Mallard, right after this. When I come across an empowered woman who's all about empowering others, I want to share her journey with you, which is exactly why I invited Brooke Mullen of Sapan to the program in episode 190. Sapan's luxury leather bags and accessories not only look good, they're helping make the world a more beautiful place by honoring the basic human rights of workers throughout their value chain. They fully embrace a regenerative business model that prioritizes personal empowerment over charity. And human rights is at the heart of all Sapan does. If you're all about this, buy a beautiful bag and uphold human rights life, head over to Sapan.com and use promo code LOVEANDLIFE for 15% off your purchase. That's Sapan, S-A-P-A-H-N.com and promo code LOVEANDLIFE. Jenny, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Karen. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> well, it was quite a treat to receive this email from you. I believe it was last week. I've never had someone, and you know I'm a musician and songwriter as well, but I've never had someone say, hey, and you were so cute about it. You're like, hey, I just, I love your work and I love your podcast. And I got inspired by some of the themes you address. And so I wrote this song and you sent it and you're like, I don't know if you'll get this or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, it really touched me because, you know, when you're doing anything and putting something out there, hoping to encourage someone and hoping that it, it it's meaningful to someone to know that you were inspired to write a song, I was so touched. So first of all, thank you for reaching out. And second of all, thank you for agreeing to be on the program to share a little bit about your songwriting process and what's going on with you. So thanks, Jenny. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. It was actually like a 
I felt like I was in a dream when you got back to me. I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause I've been listening to your podcasts and, and I've been on a self-love journey myself and just seeking that and exploring different topics and things like that. And I've been listening to your podcast and, and your audiobook, which is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> and thank you. Um, it's really been helping me. And I was like, you know what? Shot in the dark. Like maybe, maybe she'll listen to it. Maybe she'll like it. And I'm so happy that you invited me. I was, I'm still buzzing. So (laughs) (laughs) you're so sweet. No, you're so sweet. This is a real treat, like I said, for me. And I love that it's just that common experience that Mm -hmm. me having lived all those years single and then you as a single woman. And so the other women in my community just going, hey, you're not alone. Here are themes that we all wrestle with. And for you to take that and then put it into a song is just really, really special. And so let's talk a little bit about your song called I Do and the themes and and some of the lyrics in particular and what they mean to you. And, and I know this is a really powerful process to take something that an emotion. And I think that's why we all connect with art so much. And for me as a musician, certainly music is the one that I connect with the most and so many people as well, mm-hmm. that we we feel that sense of common ground and common experience in a way that I think just mere words don't quite convey, although poetry is wonderful in its own way. So I don't want to, it's not a slam on poetry. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, just, it's, it's just that I, for me, the music piece is really like that, that melding of the lyrics and the music. So talk a little bit about the themes that really touched you and that you wanted to express through your song. Yeah. So, and I'll just preface this. So I, I went through a breakup very recently. Well, not, not that recently now it's been, it's been a couple months now. And, and I really like traditionally was a relationship hopper and I really always looked for my self-worth from another person. And I really started exploring that a little bit when the breakup happened, because obviously when breakups happen, you know, your whole identity kind of gets thrown, thrown up in the air a little bit. And yeah, and we were together for three years. So it was, it was a difficult time, but it was also uh, a time for me to start working on myself. And I've been a singer songwriter for a while now, but, and for me, like, I really have to be inspired and feel strong emotions in order to write something. And I was feeling the strong emotion of, you know, I, obviously it's very frustrating process going from, you know, three year relationship to what's your favorite color. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, it was, it was very frustrating process and, and I felt very strong emotions around it. And I was like, you know, like maybe it's time to just try to focus on myself and focus on my music and, and really just hone in on what I've always wanted to do. And that's when the creative flow started happening and I really just started. So I started journaling, uh, something that I have never done before. Part of my self growth, self love, self care process. And I started journaling and actually a lot of the song lyrics that I wrote in I do was from my journal entries. Uh, so a lot of the thoughts that I was just getting down on paper and really trying to get out as an emotion, I was like, you know what, this would make a really good song. (laughs) And one night I sat down and the lyrics just started coming to me, the, the lyrics and just the, the melodies. And I started flipping through my journal and 
started looking through things I was saying and then I started putting them together and I actually wrote this song like the first draft of this song in three hours so it was it was almost like as soon as it started it just kept flowing out (laughs) I love that when it's just this kind of like you said flowing out this very cathartic experience of I'm feeling this and it helps I, I know and I would love to know the neurological elements which I don't I'm not well versed in that piece of the what happens neurologically when we take an emotion and emotions are housed in the limbic system and then we take them and put them to words I'm sure it moves to the frontal lobe and so what that does is try to give give something that's more tangible and concrete to something that often feels very nebulous and sometimes our emotions feel out of our control and I know for me sometimes it felt like okay I still feel very strong feelings and some of them are undesirable and unwanted but they feel a little bit more in my control because I've harness them through the creative process of of writing a song. Definitely. And just, and it's, it's a form of self-care for me, writing songs and getting my thoughts into something like creating something from nothing is one of the most rewarding things you can do. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really where writing music comes in for me. It's like, I'm taking something that I've personally experienced and like all of my songs that I've written have been written off of personal experience. And this one, uh, particularly, it's, it's something that people can relate to. And I had been following lots of influencers in the self-love, self-care realm and uh, community, I guess. And I just knew I wasn't the only person who would enjoy something written like this. And really, like, I, I and the way that I, I put it when I introduced the song is, I've always wanted someone else to write me a love song. And... I realized I'm a singer songwriter. Why can't I just write one myself? And that's exactly how it happened. Like, it was like, why am I waiting for someone else to write this for me? Why am I waiting for Prince Charming to come sweep me off my feet and, and write me a love song when I'm perfectly capable of taking the things that I love about myself and also talking about my journey with self worth and things like that and creating a piece of art that, you know, other people who are going through the same struggle can actually benefit from and listen to and enjoy. Well, yeah. And I think it underscores what is so important in our process, especially post-breakup when we are grieving and that loss is just so salient. And we, like you spoke to, we feel, oh my gosh, who am I now? I was in partnership for three years. It's a long time. And you had envisioned a future with this person and your identity was wrapped up to a degree with this person. So for you then, as you extricate yourself from that partnership and reminding yourself, I would love someone to write a love song to me about all these qualities that I am, but let me sing that song to myself and remembering what you have to offer a relationship. Because again, in the aftermath of a breakup, sometimes we, we're we reeling and we're trying to, okay, I got to get to that place of knowing what I have to offer a relationship and then believing and trusting and having the faith that when the right person is with me, he will recognize all these qualities that I'm bringing. But the first step is you recognizing these qualities and reminding yourself of them because you know it, but it's good to to get it out in paper and and better yet in song. Yeah. And just something that I've been working on, I'm still working on is the self-worth. Like this is very much like the the lyrics of the song relate back to self-worth, you know? I know I never thought that I was enough. And that's a very vulnerable, very true lyric. I know I never 
off of how someone else treated me in a relationship. And I learned very quickly that the way someone else treats you uh, is not a direct reflection of how you treat them or your character. It's it's more inward towards them. So basing your self-worth off of how another person treats you, is a, it's not an accurate reflection of how good of a person you are or how good of a partner you are. So really, this song was about finding my worth and really understanding that getting that validation from another person is great. It's awesome. But even people in relationships don't feel sometimes like they love themselves or that they're that they really recognize the things that they appreciate about themselves. And and I never did. I really didn't. When I was in relationships, I was so focused on the other person. I was so focused on making the other person happy and making them making sure that they were taken care of. And I really lost that self-care for myself. I never had a self-care routine. I never, I stopped writing music, which is part of me. And I I really lost that part sometimes when I was in a relationship because I was so focused on the other person. And through my breakup and through being single, I really have started focusing on the things that I love. And obviously it would be lovely for someone to come in and and recognize my worth and recognize what I bring to the table. But it's a whole new level when you actually, you start to appreciate the things about your own self. I like the way I show my love for people and they know I'm always there to help them grow and let them know they're not alone. Yeah, so that's kind of what I've been focusing on. Yeah, the self-worth part of it because it's it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to when especially if you're together with someone for so long and you're you're just so focused on making them happy and what they're going through and jumping from relationship to relationship, project to project sometimes. <laughs> like for me, I, <laughs> I I I always went for someone who I could help. And I love helping people. And that's a good quality about me. But maybe I wasn't looking inward enough. And I wasn't saying, you know what, I'm the one who needs to focus my attention on myself. And that's really where the lyrics of this song came into play. And I will never forget I am enough. And I'll keep on, keep on showing self-love. And I'll never... Yeah, it just strikes me that in partnership, if we start to let go of real core elements of who we are, like your songwriting and your music, if you and I were having a consultation when you were in that relationship, to me, that would be a red flag. I'd be wanting to say, Jenny, what is it about this relationship that for some reason you're losing some real core beautiful gifts that you've been given that are unique and special and are part of you? In that moment, I'd be wanting to encourage you to Try to continue to cultivate, as you spoke to, that independent identity while being with someone who also has that fully formed sense of self, and then two people who don't need to be together but desire to be together. So no one's trying to complete anyone, you know, those kinds of sayings that we hear, or my better half, that that always rubbed me the wrong way too. (laughs) 
I, I thought, I want to come to marriage, two full people, no one's half, no one's running around just half a person. So those are really important themes. And we can hear other messages in society, which I think leads to sometimes us settling in relationships or feeling, like you said before, that I'm too much defined by this connection and I want to be myself. And we can do both. And there's a bit of a tension there, but we can do both. And Mm -hmm. certainly you also mentioned not turning our power over to someone. What someone says about me, what someone that I'm in a relationship with, their opinion of me, that's important feedback. And I certainly want to, obviously, if I'm in love with this person and we're doing life together, I want to be very respectful of their feedback. But I can't turn over my power entirely to someone to give them too much control over my sense of self-worth and my sense of self. And I don't think that's easy. I think that's why relationships can be real difficult. You know, you seem to have a very positive way of viewing it. And I'm sure that's not easy. So I don't mean to minimize what you've been through, but from your, your sunny face and sunny disposition, I'm guessing that you are really trying to look at what did I learn? What can I take from this relationship and not see it as wasted time, which sometimes I did. And then I had to remind myself, no, it's not wasted time because it's never wasted if I learned more about who I am in partnership and what wasn't working in this relationship so that in the next person I can have a clearer sense of what is going to work for me. Definitely. And for me, it really came down to values. I really discovered what my values were, where I needed to go back to my roots, what we needed to really see eye to eye on. It's funny because my educational background is in HR, so recruitment specifically. And when you think about strategic management and you're talking about the values of a company, like that's where my mind goes because I'm a business student or was a business student. (laughs) It's funny because I told you I was journaling for a while and I actually, in my journal, created like a job description of the next person that I want to be with. And just like a job description, you have like the minimum criteria and (laughs) (laughs) they have to meet your values. And so for me, it's faith, family, and friends. And that's really where I feel our relationship, it was just, we didn't see eye to eye on those three things. Yeah. And you know, I talk about values all the time and it just, it's always worth talking about because really everything comes down to values. Every conflict we have in relationship with a friend, with a family member, with our romantic partner, it's because of values in conflict. And when those values are in conflict, that's when we really struggle and we will have such an easier time in our connections if we maintain an understanding of our own values and seek to be in partnership with those with whom we align on values. Yeah, it it just that was that was a big thing with me. It was just figuring that out and learning that lesson, that three year lesson. In there. <laughs> <laughs> and but it again, it's never. I really do believe that everything happens for a reason. I I do believe very deeply in the divine plan, and I think having that faith that everything ha- does happen for a reason and that there is a plan has helped me through this whole process. Because it gives me a a lot of hope towards the future and being able to understand that, you know, everything that I'm doing, especially my singing and my songwriting, my music, everything that I'm doing is for a purpose and it's leading me on the, on the right path towards where I want to go, you know? So, and I'll tell you a story. So the first, the first person I showed this song to, I sent it to them and they were like, you know, 
this would be a great wedding song if you change the lyrics. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, literally the exact opposite of what I was trying to communicate and express. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was like, it was funny. And I, I just laughed and I was like, yeah, you're right. That's like, did you listen? Like, <laughs> uh, and anyway, it was funny. And, but again, it came back to why I was writing the song. And obviously it would sell probably more if it was a wedding song. It would be more marketable in a different way. You know, I do, the words I do, and like, it is written as a love song. So it would, yes, his feedback was correct, but it was missing the point. (laughs) You know, it wasn't what I wanted to uh, put out to the world. The whole point was I wrote myself a love song. And I think a lot of people would benefit from it. Yeah. It goes back to your values. And Isabella Malbin put it this way in a recent podcast episode that when we have our values, that helps us create those boundaries. Mm. And that's essentially a boundary. When we ask for advice, it's great. Or even when it's unsolicited. (laughs) Uh, Well, when we get advice, we know it's well-intentioned, but we have to put up a cognitive boundary if it's not aligned with our values. I like that very pithy way of saying values are important because not only for all the other reasons, but they also help us with establishing boundaries. I'd love to connect with you via my weekly newsletter. Joining the Love and Life email list ensures you're the first to know everything going on in the Love and Life family. You'll receive insider perk pricing for consultations and events, and it's the best way to keep in touch when I do what the research suggests is very healthy and take breaks from social media. Subscribe on my website, loveandlifemedia.com. And as a bonus, you'll get my free Empowered Dating Playbook. Let's talk a little bit about your process and some of the lyrics, specifically with I Do. I'm also thinking about how when I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling frustrated, I will sometimes go to a song and I'll sing it in my head and it will empower me because I'll be like, yeah, I got this kind of thing. And so I think a song like yours, when someone's feeling lonely or feeling like you did, like I'm ready for someone to love me and write a song for me. When someone's feeling that they could sing, I do, and remind themselves that they are enough in and of themselves. So share with us some of the lyrics the ones that empower you during this season of your life. Yeah. So one of the first lyrics in the song is, and I've been looking for someone to hold who I adore, someone who sees the best in me to make me feel like I'm complete. And I've been looking for someone to hold who I adore, someone who sees the best in me to make me feel like I'm complete. And it comes down to that completion. And I think a lot of people look for that in relationships. And I really did. Like, I, it's funny that you, you use the word, uh, like, you need someone. I've been described as needy in relationships. Like, and I do believe that, like, that is a bit of feedback that I would take <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> it, I was. I, it was almost like I needed someone else to make me feel, to feel better and to take care of me and and I am also a good caretaker like I take care of the other person and that's part of the words too it's like I like the way I see the best in people that I meet 
and how I accept apologies and sh- and treat the people close to me. I like the way I see the best in people that I meet, how I accept apologies and treat the people close to me. That's something that I really like and I really value about myself. And going back to the journaling, a lot of journal prompts are like, okay, what are the things that you like about yourself? And that's where I started getting kind of the creative juices flowing with, you know, self-love and self-care. I would do that prompt every so often. It's like, what do I like about myself? How do I reflect on that? And so it started, that was one of the first journal prompts that I started with was writing out all the things that I really enjoyed about myself. And that's where it started. But really, with this song, when I started writing it, the first part that came into my head was the, and I have come to realize I can conquer all my fears. I can dry all my own tears and win over my own heart, right? And that lyric, the, I have come to realize, and I just kept going in my head that part that that melody that that lyric and from there it just grew and I didn't write it in order I didn't write it from like start to finish but again I had that that little I guess melody in my head and those lyrics and then I built it from there and started playing around with the guitar because I started getting that that itch for for writing the song and then Anyway, it was done in three hours. But my favorite lyric in the whole song is, instead of boys, I started chasing my goals. And uh, <laughs> and actually, when, uh, when I got that feedback from saying, you know, this should be a wedding song, I sent him that direct quote. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, he came back to me. He was like, okay, maybe more for a divorce party. <laughs> and uh anyway it was but yeah it was like that that is one of my favorite lyrics in the whole song it's because that's exactly what I did it was like I started focusing on myself my self-care goals I applied for a master's program I got a new job I actually started turning things around and getting to a place that was very different than I was a year ago even you know eight months ago I was in a very low part of my life and I wasn't happy. And once the breakup happened and I really started to evaluate, you know, what, what do I need to do to make myself happy, to get myself back to the way I used to be, you know, that, that happiness, that, that normalcy that I haven't felt in so long. And, and it was the start, actually I started self-caring before the breakup even happened. I really started to focus on that. And I think that actually contributed to me getting a little better mentally. And I got clarity a little bit from that. And when I started to see things clearer, then the relationship was one of the things that I knew had to change. I think when you focus on that and you focus on the things that you've always wanted to achieve, everything just kind of falls into place after that. You know, you Mm -hmm. just kind of, you got to wish it and you got to pray for it. And so the breakup happened in November and 
Uh, in December, I had a message from my manager, my now manager, and they were like, I would love to work with you and help get your music released. And I had no idea who this person was. Uh, <laughs> and wow. I, I went on tour with one of uh, another country artist and it turns out that he was managing her too. And I went to her and I was like, you know, like, what's he like? Like, what's this person? Like, who is this person? <laughs> and right. it just, it, it almost like, it felt like it came out of thin air, but it didn't. Again, the divine plan, like everything happens for a reason. Everything falls into place as soon as you start getting in the right headspace, I guess. Yeah. Instead of boys, I started chasing my goals. That's my favorite lyric of the whole thing. And when I wrote that, I was like, oh, I'm so proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very clever and it definitely sticks with you. And I think it is one of those empowering lyrics that someone could be reeling from a breakup or just feeling lonely because they are in a dry spell. They haven't been in a relationship for a while, but they could go, hey, you know what? Maybe this is an opportunity. Maybe this single season is an opportunity for me to chase my dreams in the same intensity that I've been chasing the boys. Right? Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah, that's that's so important in that you're looking at this, you're able to say, okay, this relationship wasn't for me. And what does that mean for me right now? This is a chance. As much as it's a loss and all that we've talked about, it's also an opportunity for me to to get real about my my dream here and my goals and am I going to do it or am I not? And then for a manager to just like appear in thin air, which I'm sure at first you're like, I trust this guy, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of folks out there in the music industry. It's, it can be a cutthroat biz. So I'm glad that you got the validation from the other woman that you were touring with to say, no, this is someone you can trust. And, and then now you're off to the races and just thinking about, you wouldn't be here right now with this beautiful song that you've written and this opportunity to share it with the world if you were still in that relationship. The beautiful piece of this all is that moving forward, the idea of you leaving your music on the shelf to be with someone for, for three years, that's not happening again. <laughs> no. Have you heard? You can now listen to my book, Single is the New Black. Don't wear white till it's right. As you know, I wrote the book I wish had been available to me when I was single. So obviously, it's not about how to snag a man. Rather, it's all about how to stay strong amidst single shaming and remain true to yourself and never settle for anything less than an extraordinary relationship. Find it on Audible or iTunes. And for a free sample, check out Chapter 11 of Single is the New Black in Episode 145 of Love and Life. I love that you're the energy that you're bringing to this season and that you've offered the world this beautiful expression of what you're going through. And I'm so glad to be able to share it with my community. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Jenny, so much. As we're wrapping up, let the audience know anything else that's on your heart that you might want to share with. I mean, my audience has a lot of single women, also those who are in partnership, but just anything that you'd like to share with them on any other theme that you'd like to express? <laughs> There's so many themes about your podcast that just have inspired me with with my music and, and my self love and self care journey. I really think we've touched on a lot of it, but just trusting in the process and trusting in the journey, no matter what journey you're on, no matter where you are in your love life or even just your journey in general, your spiritual journey, you know, any of that. Just trusting in the process and trusting that you know everything that is coming to you is going to come and 
there is a plan. Everything that you experience is something that you can take with you and learn from, like you said, and we talked about. And again, trusting the process. Anyone who's listening, uh, I would just want them to know, I, I hear what you're going through. And if you can take anything from the song, uh, it's that you're not alone. You you can get through whatever you're whatever whatever you're going through, and again, trusting the process and taking in every single minute of it, and expressing gratitude for that. I think that's that's really if I could give you know a summary of anything that I, we've talked about, it's you know the gratitude and trusting the process. Offering something to the world like a song like I do is a beautiful way to build community. And I hope that others will find you. How can they grab the song? How can they, when you're on tour, do you have a website to let people know when you'll be performing and that sort of thing? So let them know where to get more of Jenny. Yeah, I'm on all streaming platforms now. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, I'm all over there. I do have a website, uh, Jenny Mallard Music. Uh, dot com and yeah you can check out all that all that stuff there we have a newsletter that we're getting on the go so that's that's starting up there now and I'm also on all s- social media so Facebook uh, I'm not so much on Twitter but uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and TikTok I've started TikTok uh, yeah. very interesting journey there but <laughs> I've heard it's, it's dicey over there I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm there and all my all my handles are just Jenny Mallard well Jenny thanks again for joining me today and most importantly thanks for reaching out and letting me know about this song and giving me the opportunity to share it with my community. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> the love and life hack for this week is we'll take Jenny's favorite lyric from her song, I Do. Chase dreams, not boys. Which, for those of you who've been listening for a while, is perfectly consistent with the science-based approach to dating psychologist Dr. Duana Welch has discussed with us in her many appearances on the podcast. She's a fan favorite because all her dating recommendations are grounded in research. She teaches us about dating as high status, and this isn't about designer handbags. It's about behaving in a way that, as Dr. Welch puts it, weeds out the players and attracts the stayers. Be sure to avail yourself of Dr. Welch's wisdom and recommendations in episodes 92, 102, 123, 169, 177, and 189. If you haven't had the chance to grab your free Empowered Dating Playbook, you can do so by heading over to my website, loveandlifemedia.com. You'll then be signed up for the Love and Life newsletter, which is the best way for us to stay connected when I take my social media fasts. Thank you so very much for joining us today. We're excited to kick off Season 10, continuing with our mission to bring you conversations grounded in psych research to help us thrive in love and life. Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. This is Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. And until next time, make it a great week. And I, I've come to realize I can conquer all my fears, I can dry all my own tears. 
Life is produced by Tim May and hosts and executive producer, Dr. Karen Anderson-Abram.